This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. Ahead, we'll be catching up with WHL alumnus Brandon Sutter. Still trying to battle back from some health issues. He's skating with the Red Deer Rebels and not giving up his fight to get back in the NHL. That's coming up in moments. The University Cup is underway. Over 40 WHL alum taking part in the battle for a national men's hockey championship at the university level. Former WHL player Jaden Joseph, part of the Canada West champion University of Calgary Dinos, will catch up with him. And the WHL Player of the Week is Gabrielle Stooch of the Kelowna Rockets. He'll stop by to wrap up our show. First up, Wednesday night in Kamloops, Matthew Semenoff, a prospect of the Dallas Stars, pulled off a rarely seen night in the WHL. Matthew Semenoff had just ripped his fourth of the night home right off the faceoff. It is a seven-point game for Matthew Semenoff. Semenoff would add a third period assist. It was an eight-point game, marking only the third time in the internet era a WHL player has skated to eight points in the night, joining Ty Smith of the Spokane Chiefs, who pulled it off in 2020, and Peter Schaefer, who accomplished the same feat with the Branded Wheat Kings in 1996. Semenoff says things going his way in the 11-1 win. I don't really know. I mean, it was kind of just one of those games where Puck seemed to find its way in the net. Um... You know, Banks and Sid playing with those guys, they doing the right things too. It kind of just happened. By the way, the WHL record for points in a game is 10. It's been accomplished by five players all time. The last being Brian Sackick in 1990 with the Tri-City Americans. From the drop of the puck to the Edge Chanel Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Brandon Sutter, a former Red Deer Rebel, is hoping to resume his NHL career of 13 years as he battles back from symptoms of long COVID. He's back in Red Deer, and Troy Gillard sat down with him. Brandon, appreciate you doing this. Thanks for taking the time. First question is, just for everyone listening, just how you doing these days? <laughs> doing good, yeah. It's uh, definitely feeling better, and uh, it's nice to kind of be back. Uh, we're living back in Alberta now, so it's nice to be back home for, for a winter. And uh, I'm not sure if I get back playing or not next year, but uh, for now, just trying to stay in shape. I'm skating with the skating with the Rebels now practice days and um, trying to stay with it a little bit and give them some energy and um, try to keep up with them. So it's been uh, it's been fun. For anybody that's been familiar with your story the last couple of years, obviously it's been a, a tough grind for you having to deal with long COVID and, and everything that came with that. But uh, you just mentioned it, the fact that uh, you're at, you're here at the rink, you know, a few days a week skating with the Rebels, that certainly has to be, yeah. you know, very encouraging the fact that you're able to get out there. Yeah, it's fun. It's good to be back. It took me a while to kind of get to the point where I could skate and could, uh, you know, work out and, and train again. So it just feels good physically, but uh, probably more men- mentally than anything, just to kind of stay in a little bit. And like I said, I'm going to give myself a chance to play again if I can. And if it works out, great. If it doesn't, uh, that's fine too. But um, definitely don't want to, not ready to quit on it yet. I want to keep trying. So it, uh, like I said, it worked out great that the the guys let me come here and skate with them, and it's fun being back uh, around the junior kids again. It's uh, uh, doesn't feel like that long ago I was here, so it's uh, it's just nice being home. Hey, and even if it's just practice, you're back wearing a Red Deer Rebels jersey out there, giving her at practice time. Yeah, yeah. The fall, 
first couple of days, I wasn't sure if I could do it or not. I was dying out there, but uh, once I got my legs under me a bit, uh, the last couple of weeks been a lot better. But uh, yeah, it is fun being back in the rink and, and uh, definitely brings back a lot of memories. And seeing what you can do in terms of pushing yourself physically, because no matter what line of work it is, you hate to have to deal with that what if question. It's like, yeah. what if I still had the chance to, to play professionally again? So sounds like you're giving it every opportunity to give yourself perhaps one more chance. Yeah, I, I am. That's kind of why I started skating this year again. And uh, I kind of started again after a before Christmas just to try to get back into a little bit and um was kind of hoping I could maybe give myself a chance to play this year but uh I'm that's not that's not going to work out I'm still still working through some of the health stuff and trying to get my immune system figured out so um getting closer and better every day and and like you said um just giving myself a chance I'll think I'll if I don't give myself a chance I'd probably regret it forever so um I'm just going to try it and then see how it goes Absolutely. Exhaust every possibility out there in terms of continuing your pro career. And if for whatever reason that doesn't work, then you start looking at the next chapter. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I haven't, uh, over the years, haven't put a ton of thought into it, really. I think I think every player that's played uh, pro hockey for a long time will kind of tell you the same thing. They don't really have much of a, a plan yet for after, but... You know, my wife and I have three little kids, so we're pretty busy at home with that, and and only one of them are in school, so it's a, it's a busy household right now. Uh, we got a five, four, and a, and a one year old, so it's uh, we're pretty busy, and uh, we'll see what happens in the next few years, what I decide to do or what I find myself doing. But uh, uh, for now, just happy to be a dad again, and and uh, try to stay in the fight to try to play hockey again. As busy as you guys are as a family, it, the nice part is you are back home living in this area, so you've got some very happy and excited grandparents who I'm sure are very quick to help you guys out whenever you need a hand or two. Yeah, it's been it's been really nice. That's a nice change from being in Vancouver where we had to find a you know, sitter all the time and stuff like that. Uh, at home, we got uh, both sets of grandparents and uh, some uncles and aunts and cousins and relatives everywhere, so uh, it's always easy to find uh, someone to watch the kids if we need to. Um, and just being about on the farm with them. I know my, my parents' farm, my wife's parents have a farm too, so we're outside in the country a lot, and uh, that's just something our kids have not really been exposed to being in the city, so it's uh, it's an awesome change for them. And It's just nice being back with this, even the snow. I know it's cold, but uh, the sun too. We miss some of that in Vancouver. So, yeah, it's just great being home. Really excited to be back and uh, just enjoying it for now. Chatting with former Red Deer Rebels captain Brandon Sutter. So you've been skating in practice with the current Rebels for, you know, last couple months or so or whatever. But you've been around this team a lot, obviously, in the dressing room and, and on the ice. Uh, just uh, give me some thoughts about uh, what you see from this current Red Deer Rebels club. Yeah, it's a fun group, man. It's, uh, you know, I think I, I can see how much the game has changed from when I played here um, 15 years ago, how much more skilled the players are. It's, it's pretty... Uh, it's pretty drastic to see little puck handling abilities and uh, catching passes, making passes. It's it's a lot sharper than it was for sure when I was playing. Uh, just the way the game has grown, the way the the skill skills have taken over, the way the game's played, uh, a little less rugged and, and push. It's more uh, speed and speed and skill is kind of the name of the game. So being out there with practice with these guys, there's a lot of good players on the team, and uh, they're a good group, and they got some really good older players and some really good younger players. I'm pretty impressed with too. So. Um, and they're having a good season. It's exciting. Anytime the team's uh, one of the top teams in the league, it's uh, hopefully going to be a long spring for them. And uh, I'll try to help them out. I'm kind of in their ears a little bit on little things to bug them with. But uh, hopefully they enjoy having me out on the ice and just fun to be back in the room. I was going to ask you about that. I'm sure you are even just a little bit, you know, whether it's on the bench or waiting for the next drill on the ice, uh, sharing little bits of wisdom with these guys, little pointers here and there. Yeah, a little bit. I try to anyways. Uh, they're pretty good for asking too. I think just doing some face-off stuff with some of the guys and um, maybe there's little things here and there I can help out with. But uh 
they're pretty good players. They're pretty smart, and uh, the coaching staff seems awesome here too. So, just a great, uh, just a good organization is what it is. You know, right in the, from the front office through everybody and good staff and trainers, and um, it's always been one of the top places to play in the Western Hockey League, and it's going to continue like that way for a long time. Well, they're one of the top face-off teams in the WHL, so perhaps you can already start taking a little bit of credit for that. <laughs> yeah, I've, I don't know if I can quite jump that far, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we had one day we went through a bunch of stuff with the four or five of the centermen to help them out. But uh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun kind of teaching now, and um, you know, been so busy playing over the years, you don't really have time to kind of sit back and maybe help other people out. And it's kind of cool to uh, to see kids that are, you know, kids that are drafted already or hopefully getting drafted in NHL or whatever they end up doing. Uh, it's cool to help them out with uh, with some things, and if it makes them a better, a better player, then uh, it's worth it. I know you're also passing it on to your, your little guy as well. We've seen him on the ice a few times as he starts on uh, what we hope will be a long hockey career for him. Yeah, yeah we'll see. He's uh, He just started out with uh, kind of learn to play stuff in Sylvan, and he's loving it, so it's, it's fun seeing them. And even my daughter, she's five, and she's got the skates on now too, so it's just uh, – it's an awesome game. It's it definitely uh, you know it brings people together in Canada, and there's a lot of passion for it here. And that's what I kind of love about being back in Alberta. It's uh, you know it's a hockey market, uh, whether the Rebels or Flames, Oilers, whatever it is. It's a fun sport. It's fun to be around. There's always good people in it, and that's what kind of makes it worth it. Well, I know the clubs enjoyed having you around this last little while, Brandon. Uh, thanks for doing this. Hey, congrats on where you've been able to get so far, and, and all the best moving forward here as you try to get things back on track with your career. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me, and uh, I'm sure I'll see you around the rink. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. More than 40 WHL alumni have descended on Charlottetown PEI for the 2023 U Sports University Cup. The four-day tournament got underway Thursday. Now, the Canada West champion University of Calgary Dinos, one of two Alberta schools taking part, along with their provincial rivals, the Alberta Golden Bears. They feature the majority of former WHL players taking part in the event. One of those players on the Canada West champion Dinos is former WHLer Jaden Joseph. He spent three years in in Lethbridge, Dustin Forbes has more. First off, JJ, uh, great to hear your voice, and congratulations, a champion. How does that sound? Forbes, so happy to hear your voice and be able to talk to you again, and I appreciate you for, for at least like t- allowing me to do this interview and um, kind of get back into the community of Lethbridge. But, um, yeah, being a champion, it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, obviously, like you know, my past history with playoffs and just how fortunate I've been able to, um, where I've been able to play. Um, and, but now I can finally say I'm a champion and, uh, yeah, it's, it's actually, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. For those that don't know, of course, you were part of the hurricanes team in 2017 that went to the conference final and lost to Regina. And then the next year, uh, the conference final losing to Swift Current. Then you go to Vancouver and you lose in overtime of Game 7 of the WHL final in 2019 to Prince Albert. So to finally have an opportunity to win a championship, what was that moment like for Jaden Joseph? It was it was very interesting. I think especially, especially because just everything that's gone on in the world, if you kind of think back to it, it goes a while ago. goes back a while ago, but um, obviously with my last year being... Uh, in the WHL, COVID happened and nobody went to the playoffs. And that was, and the year before, I was like you said, I was in Vancouver and we went to the finals. Um, and then, um, yeah, the year of COVID happened. And then after that, um, I went to Sweden and then I only went up till Christmas just because the the scholarship and how that works, as you know. Um, so I didn't have playoffs that year. 
And then um, going to last year, going I was at, at Trinity, and obviously um, I was hurt the whole the entire season. And that team just uh, obviously was the worst team in in our league, unfortunately. Um, and then that led me to come here. So if you kind of look at the timeline, the last time I was in playoffs was were the finals. Um, so a lot of um, great memories um, came up, of course. But obviously with the situation that happened in Vancouver and us losing in Game Seven overtime. Um, a lot of bad memories happened, and um, I wouldn't say anxiety came up, but um, there's all obviously when you don't win a championship that big that you have a lot of regret, and it, that definitely doesn't go away um, for a long time. So being able to kind of get past that barrier um, feels amazing, and uh, it kind of allows me to let go of a, a lot of the stuff that's happened in the past with these types of games and just kind of, yeah, just soak it all in for 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 a while no kidding talk about the season because just looking 25 and 3 you guys win the west to go to the university cup but the the mark that stands out to me is 23 straight wins what's special about this group yeah i think um what really well first things first just the core group we have we're very fortunate the majority of us are 99 born players um, that's something pretty special to have, especially in this league. Um, and I think for the most part, I believe we have three fifth years. So we're a, kind of a young team, but a very good core team. Um, we all, where we all played in the WHL and the junior or AJHL for the most part, like we were all very big factored players. Um, but honestly, it just comes like our coach has done such a good job with keeping us in line and the structure that we play with, um, we 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 aren't allowed to really get away away from it, um, and it's worked in our favor, um, obviously, with the uh, the record that we have. Um, but I don't know. A big saying with our coaches: it's not fun; it's rewarding, and it it actually speaks very loudly now because we've grinded so hard throughout this year. And it, honestly, playing everywhere I've played, I've not I've never worked, had to work this hard every single practice, and especially with school involved. It it, it is quite quite crazy and he but he is right it's, it it wasn't fun what we had to do but we are rewarded for it and with that came a championship so it's honestly it's a blessing it's awesome you personally uh, and, and like most of the players that play at the Canada West level or U Sports level taking advantage of the WHL scholarship program maybe touch on that and what that means to you uh, because that goes a long way I'm sure that question has come up a lot especially after junior but ultimately for me some point you got to kind of realize like hockey does not last forever we all think it does especially when you're young and I can tell you when I was 16 17 I never thought school was ever going to happen and um, unfortunately that's just not how it works is eventually hockey does end and hockey does bring on a lot of great things it brings on especially when you're done a lot of opportunity it only opens more doors for you but at some point um you're going to need a way to find out how to bring in money to your family besides the game. And for me, just being able to get it paid for obviously is a, is a very big deal and not having to leave school later on in debt or anything like that. Um, and especially being just so young, like right now, I, I think I have a year and a half left, maybe two. Um, I can get it done right away. And then I have the rest of my life to play hockey until I'm done. And then after that, at least I have a job lined up for myself and my family. And then I, I just know my security is a lot better than kind of just risking everything for 
obviously the game you love, but there's just a bigger picture to that when you're growing up. We hope that you and Carl and Jagger and the rest of the University of Calgary Dinos come back with the University Cup. We wish you the best of luck this week. Thank you so much, Barb. I really appreciate it. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. The Kelowna Rockets are into the 2023 WHL playoffs. Now, Gabrielle Stooch, forward, was named team captain following the trade deadline. And after a big week helping the Kelowna Rockets go 3-for-3 three three over the weekend, he picked up WHL Player of the Week honors. Regan Bartell has more. Gabriel Stutz is the WHL Player of the Week for his outstanding play in three consecutive games. Three consecutive wins for the Rockets last weekend. It all started with a victory over Vancouver, followed by an impressive overtime win against Spokane. And then in Tri-Cities, the Rockets recorded a victory in a shootout. So name the WHL Player of the Week. Uh, that's kind of a nice little uh, thing to hear, right? It's a big honor, and I'm, I'm happy that uh, they gave me that honor, so... We just have to keep working and uh, get some points here in Kamloops and uh, jump over uh, Vancouver and uh, go to the playoffs against uh, Kamloops. Okay, let's take a look to the weekend that was. You were very instrumental in all three wins the Rockets had, two of them coming on the road. You had a power play game-winning goal. You had a shootout game-winning goal. Uh, What went well for you over the course of those three games? It was pretty. It was pretty hard to play uh, uh, four four games in five five days. So, uh, but we could find the energy for every game. So that was it was nice. We were able to win three games in a row. So obviously we need those points to the to the standings, and uh, I'm happy that we we took the, those points. When I look at the goals that were scored by you that were large, uh, you take a look at the shootout goal where you beat Vancouver goaltender Jesper Weichmann between the legs. Tell me about that play. That was the shootout game-winning goal. What do you remember about uh, about that deke and why it went so well? Yeah, I remember he's not very good in, if you put a puck to the 5 hole. So I'm just always, if I have a breakaway or shootout against Weichmann, so I'm just trying to shoot a 5 hole. And then you had the power play game-winning goal. That would have been one night later in Spokane. It came in overtime. What do you remember about that goal? Because, boy, that was a chance for you guys to essentially, you know, eliminate Spokane, and that's exactly what you did, as they have no chance of making postseason play. Yeah, so we had power play, obviously, five minutes in the overtime, so it's a big advantage, especially if you're playing four on three. The boys just were passing to me, and I was just shooting, so, uh, yeah, and I hit that, so that was pretty nice. Gabriel Stutz, again, the WHL Player of the Week. Over 70 points this year. Did you envision over 70 points coming into this into this season, only your second in the WHL? No, I didn't expect that, but like it's it's pretty nice to to have those points. But uh, obviously, we, we need to focus on uh, team, team standings and uh, jump over uh, Vancouver. Yeah. You have a chance, though, to potentially go into a category for Kelowna Rocket European-born players to, you know, put up a lot of points, over 80 points, potentially to set a franchise record. Do you look at that a little bit and say, ah, it'd be kind of nice to attain that? No, I didn't look at it, actually, so, yeah. <laughs> your team, why is your team playing better right now? What do you think? Down the stretch here, again, you don't know who you're going to play in, in the opening round of the playoffs, but why do you think you're playing better? Uh, I think we're playing with uh, more emotions than before, and... Uh, we're playing a better D zone as well, so those factors probably, yeah, those are the different factors. There's a lot of WHL fans that will not know that you're the first European-born captain ever in Kelowna Rocket franchise history. What does that mean to you? 
yeah, it's a big honor and big opportunity for me uh, to be a role model for uh, younger younger guys here in the locker room. So uh, I want to take it take it very seriously and uh, uh, win the games. Uh, Gabby, when you uh, look at your leadership style, what is your leadership style? Is it just one of just playing hard on the ice and just uh, you're probably not a big rah rah guy in the dressing room, if you want to put it that way? No, but obviously say something in the room before the games and uh, during the intermission and uh, trying to be role model after practice, before practice and uh, motivate the younger players. When you came to the WHL, did you expect to excel the way you have? Like, did you did you think it would be harder? Has it has it been what you thought it would be? Uh, yeah, I expected uh, WHL to be very hard. Uh, physical hockey here, and uh, when I came here last year, uh, I I saw that it's way it's way way physical than I thought. So yeah. You have not been drafted by an NHL team, but NHL Central Scouting has put you on their list of players not only to watch, but now potentially you know, being selected in the 2023 NHL draft. How big of a, of a feather in the cap would it be for you if somebody selected Gabriel Stutz at the NHL draft? Uh, yeah, that would, be, that would be very nice. I would be very happy and uh, to keep working hard and uh, make everything I can to get there. John, that's the voice of Gabriel Stutz, Kelowna Rocket Team captain and the WHL Player of the Week. Hey, that's the show. Big thanks to the group effort, Troy Gillard in Red Deer, Dustin Forbes in Lethbridge, and Regan Bartell in Kelowna. Thanks, fellas. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening. 